We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. Today we go behind the headlines. St. Louis County has gotten a big chunk of recent headlines. A big change in the prosecutor's office, changes on the council. Will that change the relationship with County Executive Steve Stenger? And now, some serious proposals for consolidation. Joining me in studio to take a closer look are political reporters Joe Manis and Jason Rosenbaum. Welcome, guys. Let's start right there. Joe, I'll start with you. What do you make of these two proposals that are getting a lot of attention? One to consolidate city and county, and other to consolidate city-county police departments. Well, I think the uh, some sort of uh, cooperation between the city and county police departments, some of that probably could be done without too much change. It's just like the city and county have uh, combined economic development operations. There's lots of joint things. They used to, I mean, 30 years ago, they merge some of the hospital services, if you remember. Um, so that, I think, you know, depending on how the entities want to do it, is could be done probably with not too much fuss, depending on whether or not the city wants it. But I think the consolidation stuff, which is different than the city becoming part of the county. If the city becomes <coughs> part of the county, um, I think while some of the city's county functions would go away. Some of the stuff, let's say the earnings tax and some other things, I'm no lawyer, but I don't think those would be affected that much. If there's a merger where they, where the St. Louis County and city become one and the city ceases to exist somehow, which frankly, I think it's all talk and I don't know how that's going to, I don't think the public's going to go for that. I think that would affect a lot of things, including the earnings tax, because of the way the laws are written. Yeah. Well, uh, we've been down this road before. But, Jason, uh, what is your take on this? And, you know, we're, we're talking about potentially a 33-person council, and we're talking about maybe a constitutional amendment, maybe a, yeah. a local vote, whatever. Well, I think it's pretty much indisputable that St. Louis County uh, made some pretty major mistakes at the way it's split up its uh, cities and its school districts. I don't think anybody would say that having 90 cities and having 22 or 23 school districts makes a lot of sense, but that's the reality. And getting rid of this reality is really, really hard. Even the proposal that's in the business journal, which I don't think it may, it may not actually be the final proposal. We don't know what's going to happen until later this month. Um, doesn't really get rid of cities, but just kind of makes them less powerful. But it basically would cause the city of St. Louis government to cease to exist and basically create this entity where city and county voters vote on a mayor, an assessor, um, and a prosecutor, according to the Business Journal article. So I think it, I think that one thing is it's good that we're having this conversation, and I'm hoping that it prompts people to talk about some of the inequities. One of the things I put on Twitter, and admittedly is personal to me, um, is that I hope that it sparks a discussion between St. Louis and St. Louis County policymakers about the disparities in special education spending between St. Louis public schools and the county schools that are, are linked to the special school district. Full disclosure, um, my family uses special school district services. That may not be part of this Better Together proposal, but if this goes through, there's no doubt in my mind that that's the next step. You have to start talking about things like that when uh, the SLPS will be in the same jurisdiction 
as the St. Louis County School Districts. I saw a tweet this morning, Joe, in which someone was asking, uh, what is the earnings tax, uh, earnings tax doing in this anyway? Well, that's what I mentioned before. Yeah. I think if there's a consolidation, that may affect it. If the city just becomes part of the county, I said I'm no lawyer, but I don't think that necessarily would be affected. I mean, I, okay. It would be affected, you mean? Well, I don't think it necessarily would be. If the city becomes part of the county, I think it, it would depend on, the, the city would still exist. Yeah, continue. And so, uh, but, okay, a couple things going on here. First, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, but the fact is that uh, wealthy financier Rex Singfeld, who is very active in politics, particularly in Republican politics, but also in the region in Democratic politics, has been trying to get rid of the earnings tax for well over a decade. He's one of the reasons we had a statewide vote, which now requires um, uh, local people in the city to vote and in Kansas City to vote every five years and whether or not to continue it. Um, he also um, has been opposed to the state income tax, has been trying to get rid of that. My point being is that there's a lot of money floating around behind the scenes. Some of these groups are getting money from Sinkfeld. And I'm not saying these proposals are good or bad. I'm just saying people need to know where the money is coming from and how that can propel some of the discussion. Um, the talk of having a statewide vote, which they may end up trying to do, as a way to circumvent local opposition, I think that um, that would be a big brouhaha because yeah. um, I personally don't think voters in St. Louis County are going to go for this. Uh, regardless, And so the city voters may not either, but I think definitely the county. And this reminds me a little bit of the fight 30 years ago when Gene McNary, who was then county executive, set yeah. up a vo board of freeholders to try to reduce the number of municipalities in the county. All this fluff discussions for years all these meetings what happened nothing hmm. and board of freeholders have to be part of this picture as i understand it not if it's not if it goes to a statewide vote right, right. well jason for you as time begins to get away from us here i hear some rumblings from african-american politicians in the city who are thinking yeah. that their political cloud is going to be diluted if anything like this happens yeah i actually read a book by uh Bill Clay over Christmas time, and it mentioned how there was that aforementioned push for the borough system and how he boisterously opposed it um, because there was a feeling that if, especially if city government goes away and there's no mayor, there's no board of aldermen, board of aldermen, president, comptroller, then a, a city that's half African-American a lot of those, a lot of those uh, politicians won't have any local positions to be elected to, and their political power will dissipate. And I think that when you combine the jurisdictions, you're going to have a population overall that's going to—I I don't know the numbers, but it's probably going to be 60, 60 yeah. 35 white. And that means those three aforementioned office holders could all be white. I'm not saying they all will be. Obviously, Wesley Bell won in a majority white, a majority black county. But I think that's a big cause of concern among the black political community. Well, I mean, and, and because it's not just the officials, though. It's also the people who elected them. I mean, the average people. Uh, I mean, they're the ones who would lose representation in this. I mean, frankly, white or black, depending on the office. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying it needs to be part of the discussion. Well, we're going to have uh, more discussions on this, uh, I'm sure. Very, very quickly, Jason, to you. Um, is Steve Stenger going to get along any better, would you think, uh, with the uh, new council? No. He may say so, but I think it's going to be a, a very combative four years. 
I, I covered the county council meeting last night. I'm not sure of that. I'm not saying it's going to be a lot better, but I think it's going to be different. Uh, uh, Tim Fitch, who's a new Republican, former county police chief, already, while he's not siding with Stinger, is, has cast two votes last night that were in line with what Stinger would agree with, although he wasn't doing it because of Stinger. And uh, Lisa Clancy, who's the new councilwoman, made a point of making a speech saying that she was going to be independent. And so I think that you could see a period, a shakeout period. Well, I hate to say it this way, but I think county government is becoming a little more interesting lately than maybe it has been in the past. You haven't been to many county council yeah. meetings, Don. I would say that it, not it, is, it is not the most interesting thing I've ever seen. I, that goes back a long way, believe me. Thank you, Joe Manis. Thank you for being with us. And Jason Rosenbaum, good to have you. St. Louis on the air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.